hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Yo, let's go. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you already know who it is. It's your girl Red. I'm back from the black and shit. All right, what's up? Let's go. All right. What's good, y'all? What's popping? It is episode 30, and it's um, very ironic or maybe a coincidence or whatever that I am doing this episode by myself. Episode 30 is just me, your girl Red, your girl Thug, and your girl Thug, Jelena Jolie, whatever you want to call me when you see me in the street, long as it ain't, you know, disrespectful, I'll, I'll answer to it. What's popping? So <laughs> I said it's um, ironic or whatever or coincidental that I'm doing episode 30 by myself because uh, the month is June and your girl Red was born in June, June 24th to be exact, and I'll be 30. And uh, I tell you what, and if you have not listened to previous shows, when I talk about it, I am not looking forward to it at all if I am um, 100% honest with myself. And I kind of I don't understand why, but I kind of do understand why, if that makes sense to y'all. But um, I just, uh, I don't want to get old. I feel like 30 is that, like, official um, old nigga mark to me. And I know it's not old, but to me it is old because I've been young forever. So this is just different. And uh, my grandmother used to always tell me, don't, don't get old. Don't get old. So, and that was like up into, you know, her dying day. It was like, don't get old because getting old is is a bitch. Let her tell it. And I know, you know, age comes, you know, maturity and other things. And the alternative to not getting older is death. But I just don't want to. Like, if if life came with options to opt out of a certain age, I would definitely opt out at 30. Just because I feel like the next step is 40, and then after that it'll be 50, and then 60. And, you know, y'all know how to count, so you got to keep going up and up. But you you understand that. But um, this show, 
will be just me um, reflecting over the things that um, some of the things I've learned um, in the past 29 years and you know, just in, in a little bit of venting because I'm I'm calling this a very therapeutic show, if you will, because it's almost like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I tend to do that a lot when I'm alone. Never like out in public. I would never just be like, yeah, uh, Erica, what you going to do? Red, what you going to do? You going to do this? Like, it, it's not it's not crazy anything. I want to buy come, you know, put a white jacket on me and a shit like that. But... <laughs> Anything like that, but I feel like we all, you know, if you're honest with yourself, we've all had those moments where you have to sit down and and have a heart to heart with yourself, and it's it's healthy to 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 do that. And it sometimes it's not. It just it just really depends on. Um, I say the mindset. Your mindset is very important in order to um, conduct these conversations like that. And I think I'm a, a pretty good, you know, I'm I'm, I'm level headed for for the most part. I can I can be crazy, of course. I think everybody has it in them to be crazy. It's just a matter of you know circumstances and situations to bring it out of you. But um, little backstory, I ain't gonna do like year by year because that's that's not what we're here for, and that's not how this works. Not any of this works, so I'm not gonna do that. But um, just a backstory. If you don't know about your girl Red, um, I'm the youngest of three. I have an older brother. His name is Tony, aka Royal Piff. And look him up. He got a, a YouTube page popping. So I'm plugging my family, of course. Uh, look him up. He, you know, big video gamer, um, huge um, introvert. And also, I call him my um, my hip-hop guru because he's the reason why I am the way that I am about music today. Uh, my brother sat me down and had me listen to all kind of cassettes, you know, growing up. And yes, I said cassettes because, like, I'm going to be 30. And some of y'all that's listening, y'all older than that or, you know, a little bit younger. If you aren't, that, there's such thing called cassette tapes. And we had boom boxes and shit like that. And we used to record off the radio and, you know, shit like that. But anyway, um, my brother introduced me to, like I said, hip hop. And when I say hip hop, it was mainly, um, well, not mainly, but majority of New York. Uh, hip hop. He put me on to. Um, he's the one that introduced me to Jay Z, and the day after that, Jay Z's been my my number one all time favorite. Don't care, don't care how you feel about it. Like I will, I will dare you to challenge me on this shit, and I would spit a lyric at you from like one of his songs, and you'd be like, "Damn, who said that?" I'm like, "That nigga Jay said it." So yeah, he's you know Jay Z, Nas. Um, Wu Tang, of course, he's a huge, huge Method Man fan. You know, Red Man, all those guys. Anything that was coming out of New York, I was listening to it, and that's that's what I was growing up on. As if I was from up north, like when you know I'm in Louisville, and Louisville is uh, I say it's I say it's the South, it's the top of the South or whatever. And um, so when everybody was you know growing up around me, they was listening to um, No Limit and um. Three Six Mafia, uh, people like that, and I'll I'll be on the bus stop, you know, playing like I said, Wu Tang, some J, some Nas, some some Fugees, some um, or LL, some LL, of course, you know, just just different um, huge artists out of New York, Nori, you know what I'm saying, Fat Joe, Big Pun, all them niggas, like that's what I was listening to, or uh, what was it Helter Skelter or some shit like that? But <laughs> I was listening to that, and that's all because of my brother Tony, and then my sister Keisha. You know, y'all see me out 
I'm I'm really with my sister. Like that's that's my nigga. That's my heart. That's that's my lifeline. Both of them are my lifeline, of course. And uh, I'm very very protective of them as they are of me because I am the baby. But you know, uh, Keisha is just I uh, I call her a, a beautiful spirit. Overall, yeah, we argue, and I might, you know, call her a bitch or some shit like that, or she might do the same, but it's it's all in love, but I'll never let anybody else disrespect my sister, like, that's just not gonna happen. Um, Keisha's uber-talented when it comes to, um, you know, she's really creative when it comes to, like, doing hair and makeup, and she's even good with, like, you know, photos and shit like that, like, she should really become a photographer, but, um, yeah, if you ever see me out, you always see me and my sister, and some people forget that I have a brother, because, like I said, my brother's like a super introvert, which is fine because I have it in me too. But I think with me, where it all varies, it's like, you know, they step out. But I always, you know, used to be in these streets, like heavy. And when I say in these streets, I ain't saying like, you know, selling drugs and no shit like that. Chill out. <laughs> never, never, you know, sell drugs, anything like that. What I'm saying is like, I like to have fun. I like to have a good time. I, I joke a whole lot. Like, if I'm comfortable with you, if I call you, you know, my, my friend or my fam, like, I, we, we laugh and we cutting up. Like, it's, it's to the point where, like, my friends tell me to shut up. And I just be, sometimes I be honest and it's, sometimes it's, it's a joke because I, I love to make, you know, people feel comfortable and people laugh and, and shit like that. Um, I said I like to come to me. Because uh, this is what the episode is about. It's episode 30. I'm going to be 30. Uh, towards the end of the month, 20 days, I just looked at the calendar, so yeah, in, in 20 days, and it's, uh, um, so the thing about, the thing about Red is, uh, I am, I'm actually shy, I'm actually very shy, well, not as shy as I used to be as a kid, um, when I was a kid, I wasn't, like, socially awkward or no shit like that, but, um, I was very, um, vocal with, um, my, my emotions and my feelings, and I would be quick to tell somebody, you know, you hurt my feelings or they hurt my feelings. And I'm a mama's girl. I love my mama to life, to death, to the moon, beyond. And I never wanted to, to leave my mom's side. Like, I always wanted to be up under her. And I, if it wasn't her and she wasn't available, I was up under my granny. So I just love to stay around, you know, people that I felt were protective of me and genuine of me. I wasn't like, like as a kid. The, it's a, it's like a, a a polar opposite, if you will. I'm nothing like I I used to be, which is a good thing because you're not supposed to, you know, stay in the same box. Because um, you know, life just taught me at a at an early age that as far as all these feelings and emotions, voicing them, nobody gives a shit about it. Like fuck your feelings, fuck your dreams, fuck fuck your aspirations. Like that's how you know certain situations have came uh, with life. That's how they make me feel. And it's like, uh, the older I got, the more I realized that, you know, no one really truly cares about your feelings but you. And I hate to break it to some people, but that's just, that's the reality of it. Because they're your feelings. Like, yeah, we expect, you know, if you come in contact with some people and certain people, you expect them to be respective of your feelings and your emotions and, you know, shit like that. You expect that, but you got to stop having such, you know, high expectations of people because I've come to find out, you know, throughout the years, you know, people will let you down. And also people will um, just really, really watch people's actions. I really, I really want people to understand that. Watch how people treat you. Never take their words. I don't take words because 
you know, my mom taught taught us that, you know, prayer lips will tell you anything that you want to hear just so they can get what they want out of it. And that's true because we both play, you know, both sides of it because there's been times where, you know, I've had to say and do certain things just to get what I want from a person. So I say all that to, to say this it's you know, watch, watch people's actions. It's, it'll tell you everything that you need to know and how they feel about you. Um, which brings me to kind of like a first subtopic I kind of want to touch on a little bit because I've um, been kind of thinking about this a lot heavy, you know, real heavy. And uh, friends, you know, that how many of us have them? <laughs> friends is, uh, I treat my friends like they are family. My friends are my family. They're, they are an extension of my family. And, yeah, I got friends that... um I've known for like, you know, 20 years, about to be, you know, probably 30 in a couple more years. I, you know, 35, depends on the age. But anyway, like I've, I've known them since I was like, you know, a child. We grew up together. And so I just, I hold those kind of people near and dear to my heart because it's um it's about loyalty. I'm I'm so big on loyalty. If you can't be loyal, then just get away from me. Like that's just, I think it's something that's, loyalty is simple. It's very simple, and I feel like in 2016, they have made it to be um, very complicated to be loyal to the people that are your riders, your your fam, your day ones, whatever you want to call them. They just kind of, people pick and choose when they want to be loyal. Loyalty does not have a time on it, so you can't pick and choose if you're going to be loyal Saturday, but tomorrow, eh, not so much. Or they might, you know, talk slick about you. Um, My friends... Not all of my friends, but the a good I feel like I have a, a good circle of foundation of friends around me. Now certain ones that, you know, I kinda feel kinda slighted about, you know, um as far as support goes. I feel like the support isn't um it's not a two way street. It's not being um hand in hand, if you will. And it gets tired you get tired of doing that. Like when you when you were younger you love to be out and, you know, say, hey, that's my friend or my friend's doing this. Or, that's my homie. That's my my bro, whatever. But when you reach this this mark that I am about to reach at um, 29, that, those days are, are long behind us because now you realize it's, um, like I said, it's one-sided. It's I'll show up. I'll cheerlead for you. I'll put on for you. But when it comes time to uh, reciprocate, to give it back, it's not there and it's um it's it's very um it it makes my head hurt i say that me me and my brother and my sister say it like like stupid shit makes our head hurt it we cuz we can't process stupid shit because we're not stupid people and yeah you know um i ask for advice from you know a, a number of people just as they do you know they do with me but like when i touch on a certain situation such as this um you know my my brother's first you know, initial reaction, and, and it always seems to be this is fuck it, fuck them. That you know, fuck that shit. People are stupid. Like that's exactly what he said to me last night. He was like, "Fuck them. I ain't got time for it." He said, like, "Keep it in, hold that." But then I sat there and I thought about it, and I was like, you know, holding it in, and you know, not saying anything is going to turn me into a volcano. And I also had to pause the tape right there with him because it's like that's what men do, and sometimes women do that shit too. It just really depends on the price. But men do it more so than women. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I gotta, gotta take a pause with that because it's like, do we? It, I guess it really depends on um, the situation. I say that it depends on the situation. But as far as like friends, like if I consider you, 
you know, my fam. I'm going to treat you like you're my fam. Like there's, I don't do, you know, favoritisms, uh, groups, cliques, none of that shit. Like if you come in my circle, like everybody gets treated the same way. You, If I have the money to buy a drink, everybody's drinking. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, if I can get into a spot for for free or a little to nothing, that's the, that's the same thing I expect of my friends. And so I think what happened as far as that situation goes, and, it, and I'm about to touch on relationships in a second. Um, it really goes into I, I really expect people to treat me the way that I treat them because I grew up on, you know, that Bible verse, you know, treat treat people the way, you know, you want to be treated. And, you know, as a child or, you know, younger, you know, a teenager or whatever, that was like that really resonated with me because it was like, oh, OK, cool, because I'm not I was naive at a point where I was like, cool, if I you know treat people good, they gonna treat me good. And like I said, like, you know, couple minutes ago life's harsh realities will will tell you otherwise like that ain't even necessarily the case they will you know just do what they have to do and it i I just it's something that i'm i'm praying about yes red praise i go to church i I love god you don't love god what's wrong with you (laughs) you know not not that i'm like a heathen heathen what is that a heathen or anything like that that like that that's not the the case at all but you know it's just something that i'm i'm waiting to to decide you know is this something that i should you know address or should i just you know brush it off like that that's what it is and don't even trip off of it anymore but uh, i'm a cancer yes people will tell you you know cancers are like uber emotional and every time somebody said like and i post something like that on like my social media and they were like oh emotional ass and i'm like no like red is now the um like i said the polar opposite of what i used to be when like i said when i was younger i would cry i would be you know upset i was a i i say i was a punk of course i was a bitch all that shit but don't get it twisted like i'm growing now red five from a bitch a punk and none of that shit they don't they don't mean try me <laughs> Don't don't try to run up and, and try me. Don't do that. But <laughs> what I, I said that because it's the I, I'm the opposite now. I am um, more um, angry or more blunt, if you will, or just more. I'm being a little bit more outspoken with certain situations. So th- in this situation, you kind of want to handle it with um, kid gloves because you don't want to um, damage something you know, that you've had for so long. It's just, I call it a come to Jesus. We just need to have a, a good old come to Jesus time. And, you know, hopefully we can um reach a, a common level where, you know, hey, my nigga, you got to do better. Or, you know, leave me a fuck alone. Like, that's the option. Like, there's really no in between with Red. There's not, you know, Monday through Friday, I fucks with Red. And the weekend, I'm cool on that. Like, that's just not how I operate. I don't, I don't do people like it. Like, if, if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you at all on no level. Listen to my, when I say this, on no level will I fuck with you. If you do some shady shit or some fuck shit to my family, oh, you, you lucky I ain't got a license to carry. You lucky. Because I feel like, you know, I, like I said, my my family is my core. I'm huge on family. Like I'm I'm all about family because and my family is actually all about me. So it's okay to be like that. I'm all in when it comes to them, and it, it's the same. It's the same way because it's it's giving back. And you know, we was just brought up like that to have each other's back to hold each other down. So 
like you fuck with my family i don't you done you you dead out here in these streets so to wrap up my my friend spiel well well hold on yeah, yeah i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up <laughs> and if i decide to touch on it i will it's my block i do what i want but to wrap up the whole friend spiel um yeah the the days of have support are dead out here i'm talking about dead in these streets bro like they're not coming back no this is not lazarus jesus ain't gonna raise, raise it back up that ain't happening it's done because it's it's very um heartbreaking to you know support 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 put on put on show up show up show up and then when it's time you know for somebody to just simply you know listen to the show share the show you know purchase a t-shirt i'll talk about that at the end all those things like that they're they're nowhere to be found and that's just like damn you you would hope that you would you know get that back from that person because you just you know you've known that person for so long but um you know not a matter of years anything like that not saying that that makes it better because i've came in contact with people that i've only known for like two years that support me to like the moon and back shout out to uh, my nigga lily i said that for, for you because i've only known lily for like two two years going on three years two years maybe yeah two years and you know we just had these conversations conversations about you know things that we want to do and you know we just started moving out here and and it become it, it's so reciprocated so whenever you see you know louisville's got next just know that's lily and she's out here trying to put on for the city and you know everything that i do that i'm involved with and and it's dope not because you know we, we cool or anything like that she supports it and you know 100 percent. so shout out to you of course i'm gonna shout out my friends throughout the episode um episode 30 i'm gonna do red you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna i'm gonna show love to to my people also since i'm wrapping up the friend part of the uh the show shout out to um my three two one brothers <laughs> my my bros uh z and murph uh z got in my ass the other day but it was in a in a loving a loving brother friendship kind of way and that just showed me like what kind of person he is and how genuine he is and how he sees you know something in me that i i don't really i see it in myself but i i, I try to ignore it and like we just talked and i told him i said you know because me and him we're both cancers and we cancers where um we can be very modest so when people out here you know uh my friends would tell me you know you're a star you know my family you're a star you this you're that and i'm just like no and i just brush it off because i don't feel like i have even like scratch the surface but i'll in all honesty i have to step back and actually you know look at what i've already done and what i've accomplished this is you know it's, it's major but i want to make it minor just to keep myself humble i guess that's that's what i'm doing but yeah i'm i'm humble as shit like i all this like i didn't think all of this could could come of you know a simple podcast starting in you know the family room all the way to come here and i still got so far to go but um like i said back to z we're both we're both very modest so when people give us these these compliments it's almost like nah it ain't that or nah it ain't that but then it's like you i'm like i said we gotta take a second and actually think about like what you're doing because there are some people out there that are not even remotely close to what they want to do like they haven't even um scratch the surface and they're afraid to you know follow dreams and chase dreams and shit like that but you just gotta you know shoot the shot 
shoot your shot every time and you know sometimes it'll go in sometimes it won't but you know it's all about you know taking that chance and that's all I've been doing out here is just you know taking chances and people have been um you know listening to it and respecting it and I am very blessed to have that other plat you know platform because I'm such such a huge huge music lover y'all know that if y'all follow me on like any any of my social medias you'll you'll see me you know I'll be on Snapchat you know playing playing music talking about songs and I'll make a status you know very randomly talking about an album I just got list you know through listening to and, and you know shit like that I am very you know the the music I feel like for me to critique it or to be a curator uh shout out to Jalen Rose aka James Lindsay for the word um because I didn't I didn't know what that word was until he came to the three two one podcast but to to be able to get out here and you know be the plug and and be curators to the the culture that's within the city and you know uh I vow and promise that we just gonna keep you know moving on going on and um I appreciate the support from uh both of y'all Murph and, Z. and with Murph today like I told him I was doing the show solo and he was like yo that's gonna be dope and I just had a feeling like you know it was gonna be a, a good um I guess it's a one-sided conversation y'all just listen to me talk but you know I appreciate it I ain't through yet I'm just telling y'all that I appreciate it like within the middle so let me get to um because I have to touch on relationships y'all know when I step on the block I gotta you know talk about fuck boys and all this shit or um you know i'm not i'm not you know male bashing anything like that but there you know sad to say there there is some you know i've been in some some funky fuck ass situations like, y'all gonna use that the fu- funky fuck ass situations like you you could call it that i've been in you know um my last serious relationship or i wasn't really serious i don't know but i was, I was 21 that's when I, you know, first fell in love, all this shit, or what I thought was love. And I was with that person for, um, was it two years? And I've learned, I learned a lot from that situation. And that really opened my eyes about the whole, um, being, um, emotional and shit like that. Like, I let, I hate to show anybody, or more so, I hate to show guys that, that side of me for some reason, I don't understand why, I just, I don't like for them to see me, I feel like, no, me being, you know, crying and all those things does not make me a weak individual, it's made me uber, you know, emotional, but I I don't like, I don't like being vulnerable, I, I realized that, that's when I came out that relationship, it was like, it was not a good feeling, because, you know, you have those, um, those people that'll reach back out to you, and they want to bring up those things, you know, you used to do this, you used to cry when I did this and that. And it's like, uh, like that. I don't want you to, to think of me as like some old big ass crybaby. Like every time that you did something wrong, I was, you know, emotional about the shit. And it's completely different now. I'm going to step the tape up a little bit to where I'm at now. I'm nothing like that. I, I am, um, very closed off in the whole feelings and emotion department i i struggle with um not commit i'm i'm afraid of commitment i i can be committed i have i've never cheated or anything like that but i am i don't know i don't feel comfortable with um expressing my emotions to people because i feel like if you're not going to um act accordingly after i tell you you know these things what was the point of me telling you like um 
so, okay, something as simple as this is when I was like twenty three or twenty two. That's like after the the serious relationship or whatever. I was you know on uh, I was I was young, you know what I'm saying, early twenties. So I had you know multiple guys I would talk to. I ain't no shame in that. I was heavy, you know, on social media. Me and my niggas was you know me and my girls, not my niggas. You know, I call them my niggas, but anyway, we used to always just you know be out. And the parties and shit like that. So, you know, I had, you know, numbers coming in, niggas on the phone, whatever. And it always got to the point where um, even if it was a guy from out of town and he would be like, you know, the conversation would be dope. And he would say some old crazy shit like, I don't know, I miss you. I'll see. No, I don't. I didn't like that. Like, I damn near wanted to just run away from a simple I miss you. Like, that's how crazy it is. And, um i play it off and be like, hi, are you crazy? Or if they weren't, you know, close enough to where I was like, I'm never going to meet this person. So I'm like, oh, okay, I miss you too. Now, I, you know, I'm I'm playing the game. Like, I know they're playing a the game, so I'm playing it with them. So, because I was already hip to it because, like I said, I have a brother and I have male cousins. So I already know, you know, how the game goes. You you say that shit to, to try to get what you want, so to speak. But um, that shit never worked on me. Like, I've always been... Um, very headstrong i am uh i just i I just wasn't with the shit like i want one of the females you could tell me you know i'm beautiful i would you know love i love to hear that thank you i will tell you thank you all the time and they don't necessarily do anything for me like my panties didn't get wet because you said that shit like it's gonna take way more than you know just the the average shit that you would give another chick on the street i i just can't you know be open and, and, and take that shit and actually like feel like it's a compliment if you will because you know you call me beautiful or you miss me or you can even say the l word you can even say you love me and that still does not equate for me to be like i still wouldn't even feel a hundred percent um comfortable saying you know oh i love you too or i miss you it has to be um i don't know is i'm a little fucked up when it comes uh to relationships and shit like that well with good reason because like it's not i i mean of course i've done some like fuck shit in the past i'm not gonna sit here and act like you know i'm just this you know superhuman or anything like that like i've never done anything before but i have but the fact is um it i, I came across a lot of um um, I was in a lot of situationships. I say that because the, the like I said, my last relationship was when I was twenty one. I'm about to be thirty. Like it's damn near, you know, next year to be ten years since I've had an actual, you know, boyfriend in a in a committed relationship. Because I came across situations at, at the you know the age of twenty three, twenty four is when I was really like I you know I was out. I wasn't out here. I hate to say that because I don't want y'all to get this um this false perception that you know Red was out here throwing. No, 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 no. Not that. I was not throwing. Every guy that came in contact with me did not get the box. I promise. Someone might have ate it, but they didn't get the box. I promise you that. Like, my, my track record's very low, and, you know, I, I'm i very happy of that. But anyway, that's none of y'all business of, like, how many. But it ain't a lot. Because, <laughs> like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't in these streets until, like, 21. I said that on the episode with Murph. If you go back to the episode I had with uh with Murph, you can you'll hear a piece of that. I talked I touched on that a little bit. Um Damn, what was that? But yeah, relationships. I I'm fucked up when it comes to it. I have I've had situationships where um I've came in contact with guys that, you know, had kids 
and um that was like my first like when i was like like i said 23 24 um it's when i really my first time actually getting into some like some baby mama drama and i'm not and if you know me and some of y'all don't know me so i'll just tell you like i am so laid back i'm chill like you can hear it in my voice i don't i don't be out there you know od screaming fight i don't fight not that I, you know, I can't, you know, whoop your ass and no shit like that. Like, I won't swing on you. Like I said, don't run up. But like I'm saying, like, I've never been one of those people that just um, goes out of my way to, like, you know, start fights and, you know, fist fights and shit. I expect, especially, especially, not especially, I'm sorry, especially is not going to do it over a nigga i'm just not gonna do it because it's stupid you know what i'm saying so like i said back to the the, host, the baby mama drama shit um yeah i came across a dude was fine he was in the club you know what i'm saying we, we had been drinking dude was you know cute as shit you know what i'm saying like i had a, a huge huge thing for him because he kind of you know looked like the my favorite cru- my favorite celebrity crush at the time which was like you know ti and he kind of looked like him, so I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm about to, you know, bag it up. But anyway, um, you know, we connected, um, good, you know, everything all around, good chemistry, all those things, um, really good kisser, now that I think about it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, come to find out, like, he was still fucking with his baby mama, or he was still in a relationship with his baby mama, or still dealing, or whatever, you know, guys want to throw their little labels on shit, That that's what he was doing. So with that came people playing on my phone and I don't like that shit. Don't don't play on my phone. Like we we was already too old at that age at 23, 24. We was already too old for that shit because we used to do that in middle school and high school, you know, start six, seven, start 69, all that bullshit to kind of, you know, hide your number. And, you know, she would she, she left me a voicemail threatening me she was like whispering the whole time it was the funniest shit i wish i would have saved it because like thinking back i think it was um like around my sister's birthday and like it was all me and the fam and she was calling i was like the fuck i ain't even answered and she left the voicemail and i played it for everybody all my cousins i think sharonda was there shout out to sharonda what's up um and i was like you hear this motherfucker she was like whispering on the voicemail she was like you old dirty ass stupid ass bitch now keep in mind this 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 young lady, this girl, this this bitch. I call no, nah, I'm not gonna call her no bitch. This girl, cause I'm all about women empowerment, whatever. But <laughs> this girl had never seen me before, so you were going just you know you don't know me, and I was probably different from any female that he's ever came in contact with. You know what I'm saying? Like I was about my business, about my shit. You know what I'm saying? And where he was. He he wasn't, you know, running across no kind of female like, yeah, no dig on that. But the motherfucker, he wasn't like a Section 8 kind of area, you know what I'm saying, where they just laid up and chill. But um, anyway, it, that happened, and I just realized, like, damn, I, I damn near, like, don't want a nigga that don't have any kids. So here's the rules, and I'll give them again because I'm pretty sure I've given them on one of these episodes. But um, here's the rules again so that you can hear me loud and clear. Fellas, you come to me, and you have a kid, a kid. Or uh, two's the limit. You got more than that. Don't even don't even slide in the DMs. Don't don't waste your time. Don't hurt yourself. Um, <laughs> there's the rules for for who you dealing with. Your baby mama cannot be single and living in the same city as you. She cannot be unattached. She got to be um, in a relationship, which don't necessarily mean shit. But I'll touch on that in two seconds. Uh, it, she got to damn near be in a relationship, uh, a lesbian, or she don't live in the city at all. Period. One, two, and three. 
And if you have that and she's already moved on in a whole nother situation where she's married and she ain't worried about y'all, but y'all are able to, you know, co-parent comfortably and everything's okay, give me a call. Until then, um, if you still have that shit popping off, don't waste your, don't waste your time. What Beyonce said, don't hurt yourself. Don't do it. Because it's not going to happen because I'm, I'm reaching 30. I keep saying it. And with 30 comes, uh, you guys said a whole new playing field. I'm about to reach a whole another another level. I'm on a new level. So, um, but back to the what I was gonna talk about in two seconds, the relationship shit. And if you listen to like I said, episodes in the past, I've said it. I I just don't hell, you listen to the last one. I just don't want it. Because um I've ran into you know, like I said, I've sitting there, I'm I people watch, I observe very, very good and I watch people in their situations and I'm like, That shit don't look good. That shit don't look fun either. And now I don't want none of that shit. And I, none of that, I haven't seen anything like, you know, realistic, like around, like I said, around my, um, like around me. And I do have, you know, I have examples and I've told my cousin this. Shout out to Lucky. I've told her this. Like I have the example of like, you know, what a healthy, good black love relationship is. Like I have my, I have my aunts and uncles, a couple of them are still, you know, together, married, building, you know, traveling, shit like that. Like, that's so dope. But then I had to pause the tape as far as that goes and realize that they don't make niggas like my uncle no more. That's the reality is that the kind of guys that they are or how they were, they they don't make them like that no more. I call them new niggas. Like I said, I'm keep saying it through this episode. If you listen to past episodes, I've told y'all about these new niggas. New niggas are uh what my nigga Aaron said, shout out to Aaron down at ATL. What's up, girl? Um, she said a couple years ago, maybe even a year ago, she was like, Niggas is the new bitches. And like I said, this ain't no dig on my, my, my niggas, my, my black men, whatever, none of that shit. But just, you know, there's a couple defects walking amongst y'all, you know, the good ones, if you will, if y'all good, whatever. But <laughs> there's a couple defects walking among y'all. We like to call them new niggas or fuck boys or whatever you want to call them. They're, um, they're not like that. No one's looking to build anymore. And, um, these niggas, these new niggas, these fuck boys, well, I say new niggas are way more emotional than I have to offer. And I just, I just, I don't have it in me to um, be all extra emotional with a nigga because I want you to be a man. A man should be a man. Not saying that a man cannot be emotional, but he can't have more emotions than me. And I say that because, listen, we women. We girls, we, you know, females, whatever you like to be called, titled, stamped as bitches. You want to be called a bitch? So I'm not really into that, but go ahead. Um, we, we have something called hormones in this. So, um, that causes us to be like all over the map at any given time. It could be, you know, I want to stab you. I want to kiss you. I want to hug you and get the fuck away from me, but don't get too far the fuck away from me. Stay close enough to where I can, you know, see you or touch you or some shit like that. We're crazy. Yes, females are crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll test to that, but with reason. Because any motherfucker that can bleed for seven days and not die or, or the you know, the givers of life can carry life within themselves, push out a whole nother human being, have the right and they are entitled to be as crazy as they want to be. That that's my that's for my ladies. That's exactly how I feel about it. I feel that about myself. I feel that about y'all, each and every one of y'all, every every girl out there. That's exactly how I feel about y'all. Um 
So yeah, I have the. We all have the the right to be crazy, but you new niggas, y'all have no right. I'm sorry. I just I hate to take that from y'all, but you don't. You know what I'm saying? So you'll be alright, but you know, chill up, slow up on the on the the whole emotional thing as far as fuck boys go. And that's more, you know, the the, the traits of a fuck boy and a new nigga are pretty much the same. For the most part, like I said, it just really depends on what you want to call them. But you have those guys where nowadays, and peep the scene. So nowadays, you have uh, these niggas that um, they are looking for help. Not saying that there's not, you know, female. I don't deal with females, fellas. I'm sorry. That's just not my thing. Sorry, I'm not into that. It's nasty to me. They don't dig on y'all. If that's what you want to do, hey, keep keep on. But that ain't for red. Red ain't with it. But um, the, these niggas are looking for help. And it used to be a point, like back in the G, back, let's go back, you know, once again, 23, 24, where, you know, a nigga having his own, um, his own spot, that was dope. Oh, shit, he got his shit together. He got this, he got that. Now, let's fast forward to 2016, and these niggas are looking for help. They are looking for somewhere, and I said it. I keep saying I'm going to keep saying it until it changes. These niggas are only looking for somewhere to store their Xbox, you know, PS two, three, four, whatever PS four. They want they want to store that shit. They draws and they Jordans at your crib. That's all they want to do. So if you're a female and you're in a relationship, I'm using air quotes when I say that relationship with a nigga, and he decides all of a sudden, you know, he'll play the game. I love you. I miss you. I want to be with you. Blah, 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 blah. All of this. He's saying all of this because you have your own. Not saying he don't. Some niggas. I'm talking about fuckboys. Not not regular, you know, genuine ass niggas. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about you got those niggas that will literally feed you every single line in the book. The book. Just so they can have a place to stay. What happened to the guy that wanted that was um, ambitious and wanted to go out there and have his own shit and, you know, be able to do his own thing and shit like that. And then nobody have to tell them, you know, no, you know, I need my key back. No, like niggas had their own shit own car. Like they are literally looking for roommates and someone to share a car with because niggas ain't these new niggas. These fuck boys ain't got no get up and go about them. So that's why it's. I said I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's scary. It is so scary out here for the single woman anywhere. It don't matter if you in Louisville or if you in LA. It's scary out here for multiple reasons. That's one of the reasons you got download niggas. That's the other reason. You know what I'm saying? You got dirty niggas. And what I mean by dirty niggas is they got dirty dicks because they out here, you know, rawing everybody and giving everybody, you know, the D without, you know, screening screen of the applicants if you will like I, I screen applicants that's what you have to do um so i'm i'm gonna tie i'm gonna wrap up the relationship part too because i kind of um i want to touch on the family a little bit i know i started with family but i want to touch our minds a little bit um yeah they had the dirty dick so like i say all this to say this um red like i said i don't know what i want as far as like i don't some days when i'm high <laughs> when, but like whenever I smoke Whenever I smoke a blunt Yes I smoke That don't mean hit me up And be like I don't do sessions I don't match I don't do none of that shit I, I just smoke Solo Dolo Now you are all welcome to come You are welcome to come through And hit my blunt If we are cool Like if you my nigga You smoking too But anyway I say all that to say Shit See I wanna find my, my weed tangent <laughs> I'm not even high right now I'm I'm so sober But listen If you want a relationship 
or red don't want a relationship. I don't know what I want. Some days I want a relationship. Some days I don't want a relationship. Some days I want to be bothered. Some days I would just much rather not. I don't trip as much off the fact that my phone is dry now because it used to pop back in the G. So I'm, I'm getting too old. So now it's all about, um, if he ain't, if dude is not willing to be understanding, and uh, empathetic to, to what I'm doing right now as far as, you know, these these podcast shows and, you know, things like that because I'm moving and shaking out here. If he can't, you know, respect that or if he's going to be um, easily jealous of, you know, what I'm doing or who I come in contact with, there's no need for you to step to red. Don't even worry about it. Don't hurt yourself. I'll end the relationship segment with that. Fellas that want to get at red, don't hurt yourself. Point blank, period. The end. Anyway. <laughs> so so to tie up the uh, the last couple of minutes i want to i want to talk about my family um like i said early in the show family is so 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 very important to me um if you ever see me say anything like btg that is brown town gang uh brown town gang is my um that's my the mother my mother's side of the family brown that's the the maiden name for my mom my mom you know my mom's side um and shout out to all my cousins jeff mike tyrone chu Brandy, Ebony, Sharonda, Jasmine, um, I'm forgetting name, Janelle, um, that's like one more, um, you know, any, any, I, don't, don't get mad if I didn't say your name, I love you, trust me, I love you, um, but yeah, uh, Ted, Coco, all of them, all of them, um, I said Ebony, yeah, I said Ebony, um, who else was it, shit, uh, okay, but, don't don't worry about it. Uh, but yeah, all my all my brown town niggas, BTG till I'm till I'm gone. That's just like um like I said, the family we were you know brought up to have each other's back, hold each other's you know hold each other down. If you got beef with one, you got beef with all. Like them niggas is crazy. Like number one crazy, two the top two craziest. Okay, I'll give you top three. Top three craziest niggas. As far as my my older cousins go, my first cousins go. That nigga, you see Jeff Brown. That's my cousin. That's my first cousin. And that nigga plays no games when it comes to us. Tyrone don't play no games when it comes to us. Lil Carl, aka Chu, don't play no games when it comes to us. Same thing for Mike. All of them because it's just how we were how we were brought up. You know what I'm saying? And it's just um. Shout out to my well, I, I don't know. I don't like to say that, but uh, uh, a rest in peace to my grandmother, Maddie Johnson. Um. When she passed away back in 08, um, life changed. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Damn, damn, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Um, <laughs> but that was my heart. Like, that was my grandmother, I was such a, I was such a granny's girl. Um, Sunday dinners, granny used to cook up so much food and she didn't turn away no strangers. And, you know, she was heavy in the church. She would cook, you know, for, for pastor and, you know, the pastors when they came in for like spring revival. And um, things like that. She was she's from she was from Alabama, real down south, Southern Belle type of lady. But didn't take no shit. Tell you how it is. Like didn't care if it hurt your feelings or not. Like if you came in and you was fat, she would be like, "You getting a little fat, girl?" Like to your face, you'd be like, "Damn!" It it really make you question yourself. It, it, it almost you gotta have tough skin when it came to her. And um, yeah, when she died, like everything changed and and nothing was the same. And um. Yeah, definitely um, missing her. I miss her every birthday, every every birthday since I, I miss her every year because, like I said, birthday dinners, 
like used to be crazy all my birthday parties like as a child was at her house in the basement you know what i'm saying like in the in in the basement listening to music dancing i always had music around me always you know food fellowship all this shit so yeah i had to definitely touch on my my granny one time and of course um before before my granny passed my um i call him my stepdad um david david l bentley um rest in peace to him too I miss him every birthday like I miss her and um shit I'm getting emotional I'm trying not to cry on the mic um but yeah they just um David was the same thing uh same way when it came to music as far as um Tony and how my brother was um you can hear David from uh, a block away that's how loud his car used to be just shoving and he used to play you know Busta Rhymes Outkast um DMX and then he'll switch it up and be like you know Jill Scott or Erica Badu like he was so um so so versatile when it came to music that it was like it was crazy it would be to the point where he would uh pull up to the crib and I could hear him like I said you can hear him from a from a block away whamming you could hear him i just unlocked the door and go back up to my room like that's how loud it used to be um we used to play video games i would uh you know come in from like hanging out with my homies and uh he would be in my room in my room playing you know um 2k or you know nba live or whatever was, was uh popping at the time back in you know early 2000s late 90s he would be in there you know and he called me rick I, uh, you know, I'm letting y'all get to know me. You know, it's just a get to know, get to know Red um, show. So he used to call me Rick because uh, everybody on my mom's side call me Ricky. They don't mean that gives you the right to call me Ricky. Chill out. <laughs> don't do that. But um, I would come in and um, he'd be like, Rick, you see me? You see me with Dr. J? Or he'd be like, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, hookshot, shit like that. Like, And um, <laughs> it would crack me up because we still... Um, we still talk about that to this day. Even um, shout out my cousin Trey, Trayvon. Damn, uh, shout out to Trey. But yeah, over over in Germany, uh, can't wait to get, you get back to the states, my nigga. Um, yeah, Trey, like we would, um, we had a hoop in the um, the backyard on the garage, and uh, he would teach me how to do hook shots. Yeah, I was, I'm a tomboy. I'm a bit. I'm still, you know, I'm getting a little softer with it. And, uh, Every time I get closer to 30, I guess, a little bit. But I'm still I'm still a thug out here. Fuck y'all. Um, <laughs> he would teach me, you know, the hook shots. And he taught me how to do layups and, you know, do you know shoot my jumper. I got a little jumper. That don't mean I'm about to, you know, be a hooper or anything like that. But, yeah, um, it's just like my fondest um, memories of David L. Bentley. So rest in peace to both of y'all, Maddie. Maddie Johnson, my granny, and um, my stepdad, my pops, um, David. So, yeah, I had to throw y'all in here. I'm about to be... You know, I wish I were here, still here, um, to see uh, the progression. Because I definitely know Dave would have been on the show. Dave would have been on here dropping knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, shout out to my Uncle Jimmy and um, my Aunt Lisa and um, my Grandma Margaret. Because I kind of just endorsed a, a whole new side uh, of family, if you will. So, um, shout out to y'all. Uh, thank you for um, accepting me and my siblings and my mom into your, um, to your family. It's uh, greatly appreciated. I just want to, you know, say that in front of everybody, in front of the world, whatever. Um, but, yeah, family is so major to me. And, of course, um, before I wrap up the, the 30 shows, the 30 part two, I guess, um, I have to shout out the Mucker side. Now, here's the stipulation when it's coming to both sides of the Browns and the Muckers. Listen, um, and I've been like this for a couple of years, way before I started doing these shows. Uh, I'm not looking for new family members. 
um, you have to be born into this. The the family that I know of um, exists only within the uh, the walls of twenty eight twelve Wingfield Lane, which was my grandmother's house down in Shively, and um, out at my uncle Darrell's house. For, as for the the Mucker side, you know, shout out to my, um, my the Mucker side of my family. You know, my dad and all my uncles, my uncle Darrell, my uncle Damon, my uncle Ed. Um, very important. Um, little lifeline to that because um, my grandma um, my grandma Annie died when I was like eight so um, yeah I had fond memories with her but um, it really it, it touched me but not as as hard as it took me uh, with my granny because she sent me to school every, every day so yeah like I said um, this is a shout out to y'all shout out to the mucker side um, Cam Ed Dion Damon Devon um, what up Ebony um, Damar Dominique um I think I touched all the cousins. Uh, of course, you know, my older cousins, LaRonda and um, um, Renee. Um, RIP to my cousin David. And also my little cousin, um, Corey. No. <laughs> Cody. Oh, my God. Why do I call him Corey? I do have a cousin named Corey, but he's not dead. Chill out. But Cody, I'm so sorry. RIP to Cody. My Charge my, my head, not my heart. Of course, Cody, um, rest in peace to them, you know, and everybody else on that side. I, um, I greatly appreciate it. When I say that, I don't want y'all to, um, take that lightly. Like it doesn't mean anything to me. Um, but I, I really do. I really, really do appreciate, um, all my family, all my friends. Um, shout out to all my friends because I'm wrapping up now because <laughs> I know y'all don't want to hear me keep, you know, going on and on. I'm just, you know, just reflecting, just thinking back. Um, shout out to my friends. What up? Uh, what's up, Wit? What up, Felicia? Boogie was good. Um, Alicia was popping. Um, it's so so many of y'all. So many of y'all. Um, uh, Shavi and and Romar and um, Ralphie down at ATL. Keep doing your thing. Um, so many, so many. I know a lot of people, and you know Josh, Dre, um, everybody that supports me. That, that really puts on for me. Shout out to Hood, uh, my brother Kel, Mike Kel. Shout out to you, Eric, out in California doing your thing. I see you with the weed. Send me some. <laughs> Send me some in the mail, my nigga. No, I don't do that. Chill. Um, I'll come see you soon. Um, yeah, 30. And I'm still not looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, I, I gave y'all, you know, a little insight on um, who I am and how I became this way. And I'm, I am, I'll be the first to say I'm not perfect. I'm very jaded. Um, I don't trust a lot because I've been hurt a lot and I'm not saying that they can't change, but you know, I don't, I don't want to get married. You know, these things like that, all I really want to do is chill, you know? And yeah, I'm getting too old to be chilling. And I'm not saying chill, like, you know, let's not put a title on it. Like I'll date shit like that. Of course, I want a kid, a kid. I don't want a whole lot of kids because I don't, prefer you know preferably a boy yeah whatever um but yeah this was i feel like this is a good therapeutic um situation but um before i wrap up and get out of here um earlier today early in the morning um we lost a great in the city um rest in peace to the goat the greatest of all time the prettiest the you know 
the you know Muhammad Ali. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you 74, but it's a, it's a different vibe when you come to Louisville, or if you ever been to Louisville, it's a different vibe here. Um, as far as Ali goes, yes, he was the world's champ, but he meant so much more to this city, and he put on for us, and I really love it because he was a Louisville Cardinal fan. Throw the mails up, L1C4. Fuck y'all, you okay for this? No, but uh, we ain't going into that. We're not going into that because it's not that. I don't do nothing blue. I'm sorry. And I'm not a blood. It's just that, that ain't my color. But yeah, um, Ali, it's cloudy here today and it's raining and the little sun was peeking through and it just kind of expresses all the emotions that, you know, we feel from the city. Um, it's very, it's a very sad time for us. And, um, of course, you know, let's just keep this day peaceful. Let's keep the rest of the days peaceful. Let's let's chill out. Who's hitting my line? Let's let's chill out on the, you know, the guns and shit. Like calm down. Like what happened to knuckle fights? You know what I'm saying? In memory of Ali, you should just, you know, go in the yard and just box it out. You know what I'm saying? And then just live to fight another day. You know, had to quote some Friday one time, but uh yeah. Shout out. Yeah, major 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 loss to the city. But um we gonna be okay and he lived a full long life and he stood for something and i kind of wish that you know the um the athletes of today kind of had that that in them but it's uh it's more of a money thing now and a marketing thing and it wasn't for it wasn't that for him he uh stood up for something he stood up for himself and he stood up for his people and he was he was very advocate about that and we knew that so um yeah Definitely didn't he did not you know he took his medals off and threw them in Ohio River because he when he came back to the city they um they were saying they didn't you know they ain't feed niggas he said good because I ain't I ain't won't eat them I don't eat them I don't eat niggas so yeah when Ali said stuff like that it, it just you know it gives you a sense of like you know how the time was you feel me it's, it was a different time back then and he stood for it and he wasn't with the shit and they locked him up because he wouldn't go fight the war. You know, it's just, you know, do your research. And, yeah, like I said, you know, the world lost one of the greats. But Louisville lost its son. You know what I'm saying? And, um, of course, we have, you know, so many things around the city that would tell you, you know, you are in the home of Ali, one of the greats. There will, there will never be another. Yeah, there was others around, but they'll never be like Ali. They broke the mold as far as, you know, guys like that. So that's how I wanted to... Um, close out the all of that as far as the show episode 30 of banshee's block i am your girl red i am the banshee the redhead banshee thug jelena joe lee thugging whatever you you know want to call me out there that go by those names and you'll be fine even my niggas you know i came up with you know boogie and p and with you know they call me yellow you can call me yellow i'll still answer to that too but um yeah let me plug plug myself um before i close out because i'm about to hit this hour mark but anyway um you know follow me on everything i am on snapchat instagram and twitter all under thug jelena joe lee you can also type in redhead banshee and i should pop up there's only one thug Jolina Jolie. You've seen another one. She's stealing and she's biting. Um, also, I am taking pre-orders for my Banshee Black t-shirts. Um, they are what am I gonna say, 100% cotton. Uh, I don't know. You know, they're not girl shirts. They're not men's shirts. They're just t-shirts. So if you want one, um, hit me on my social sites. Um, I'll definitely um, ship you one out. I got the PayPal set up so you can, you know, drop the money and then I'll definitely um send your t-shirt off because I want the the word to get out excuse me about the block of course um 
So yeah, uh, follow that. Of course, three to one podcast. Oh, sorry, the, the prices of the t shirt. Uh, fifteen for one. If you want to, it's twenty five. Um, you know, like I said, if you hit me, we can kind of, you know, some they go little thing. They will not be free. I tell you that because you know, um, Red got you know, shit she's trying to do too. You know, we all out here trying to, trying to, you know, eat and make things happen. So um, I definitely um appreciate the support already. I, you know, already got the couple orders in. Uh, shout out to the people that want them. I got y'all as soon as they come in next week. If they come in next week, God willing. Uh, also, shout out to the Three Two One Podcast, my nigga uh, DJ Z Nice and Code in the Clutch, aka Murph. I call him Murph because that's what I want to call him. That's my nigga. I buy no assassin. What's good? Uh, also, shout out to um, the Trap Stars. I'm in the trap right now, located at <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> and uh, shout out to the Trap Stars, thirty um, fifth. And Kentucky Sports Show doing big things as far as sports go. I know they're going to um, touch on the Ali situation uh, tomorrow on their show. Um, look out for that. Uh, also, the Potluck Podcast with LJ and uh, Bertage. Shout out to y'all. Of course, uh, Teddy D. What's up? I ain't seen Teddy in, since March. What's good, man? You hiding from me. What's popping? Uh, Teddy D. and the Why Not Podcast. Um, unscripted. Uh, is it this Lishan and Lindsay? Yeah, shout out to y'all, um, cool chicks. I haven't, you know, physically actually met y'all. I think we're friends on Facebook, but yeah, y'all inspiring me. Shout out to y'all, of course, and um, anybody else that's recording out of the trap. Shout out to y'all, of course. Thanks for welcoming me, um, and the crew in with open arms. And um, yeah, episode thirty, red will be thirty in twenty days, June twenty fourth. I am accepting money, <laughs> alcohol. Uh, weed if it's good weed if you my nigga not not weed from everybody chill I don't smoke everybody's but you're trying to kill me out here uh oh shit shout out to CC my nigga C was popping uh with the rapping and the the poetry what's up my nigga my cousin Trisha um what's up boo Ronnie uh Monty uh Leisha Lexus all y'all Jeremy was popping uh that's fam right there uh yeah. If I ain't shout you out, I'm sorry. I love you, though. Please know. Please know that I love you. And, um, yeah, let me let me pull the, the good old theme music up so I can step off the block and go you know, grab me something neat, something to drink. Hold on. There we go. Hey, hey, hey. Also, Banshee's Block is up on Google Play Music. Just search um, Banshee's Block on Google Play Music. I'm coming to iTunes. 321 will be launching on Google Play and iTunes come Monday, come Tuesday. Thanks for checking out the Block. It's your girl. Red. Episode 30. Your girl getting old. Damn. I'm out. Addiction is a disease that impacts all of us. Whether you, your neighbor, friend, or family member is struggling, everyone feels the pain of addiction. Recovery Centers of America wants you to know that addiction treatment works and recovery is possible. Call 1-888-RECOVERY-NOW for help for yourself or a loved one. 
Recovery Centers of America, Capital Region, and Bracebridge Hall have helped thousands of patients in the D.C., Maryland area start a better, healthier way of life through their evidence-based inpatient and outpatient treatment programs. The caring team of physicians and clinicians at RCA see their patients as so much more than their addiction and are deeply committed to providing expert care with heart. Recovery Centers of America knows that every day in active addiction is a day in isolation, which is why they admit new patients 24-7 year-round. Don't wait. Make the call that can change everything. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY.